Welcome to the 32nd episode of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood. And sorry for for the delay in this episode. I was waiting. I wanted to wait till the NFL draft was over and try to set up a time with uh, Brock Grable so we could talk about it, just like the old times back when we had actual uh, school in class. So this week included in the episode will be a little NFL draft talk with uh, Brock Grable. Uh, Going to have a quote and review uh, and a look ahead for our distance learning, and then I'll talk about the best thing that, I guess, happened to me this week. All right, Mr. Schindler, with uh, a guy we're familiar with, a guy that's been on here before. This is an interesting way we're going to do this, though, Brock. I have you on my computer, we're Zooming, and I'm recording it with my iPad, so uh, welcome back, Brock Grable. Yeah, it's good to be here. Good to be here, right? How you doing? Pretty good. Good. What do you, uh, I mean, what do you, how are you feeling about this whole uh, distance learning, you know, COVID-19, all that stuff? I'm guessing it's probably going to wrap up here in about a month. You think so? I don't know if you can hear my daughter in the background, but uh, um, I don't know, Brock. That's the thing, you know, it's a lot of unknowns. So we'll just, uh, right now we're at the point where we're just, it's day by day, right? You just go day by day. There's new stuff, yeah. there's new stuff, so, right? We can only do what we can do, and we can only control what we can control. But anyways, you know why you're on here. Uh, we always had our weekly sports segment. And you know what's sad? The XFL that we used to pick, you know, that, like, yep. shut down. Like, the, it, it, I mean, they're going to go bankrupt here, so um, I don't think we'll ever have it, another XFL again. So uh, just so you know, when we ended with picks, I was winning. I just have to throw that out there. Yep. Yeah, okay. Anyways, let's talk about the draft. You're a Cardinals fan. Uh, I know you were watching last week. What were your thoughts on the NFL draft last week? Well, the Vikings drafted a wide receiver. But yep. mm-hmm. the Cardinals, they... I think they got a cornerback. No, the Cardinals took uh, Isaiah Simmons first round. He's the linebacker slash safety slash DN slash... Uh, he plays a lot of defensive yeah, things. From Clemson, yeah. But what did you, what were, okay, so you, you being an Arizona guy, what was uh, what were your thoughts on their draft overall? I was pretty happy with the Isaiah Simmons choice. Yep. And then uh, who else did they pick? Maybe you don't know. Um, I watched the first two nights of it. I can't remember who they picked the second night, though. Uh, they picked uh, Josh Jones out of Houston. He's oh, an I know offensive, him. Yeah, offensive tackle, so... He was the guy that a lot of people predicted the Vikings might pick, but Cardinals yeah. got, Cardinals got him in the third round. Uh, then they took uh, here's a fun name I don't even know how to pronounce this, but they took a guy in uh, round four called Leaky Fatu Fotu, a D tackle from Utah. That's your other Cardinals pick. And I don't they, think I know him. Yeah, and then they took a D tackle from uh, LSU, and looks like a linebacker from Cal and then another actually a good pick I was surprised watching it in round seven they took a running back by the name of Eno Benjamin who played for Arizona State he was actually from uh Texas the state and I know the Longhorns back in the day were recruiting him but he's pretty good he had a really good college career so sort of shocked that he would be there in the seventh round um my take okay so let me ask you this who do you think had a really good draft what team the Bengals 
Yeah, I, I, I like what they did. I like, obviously, Joe Burrow, but the fact that they took T. Higgins in the second round, the wide receiver from Clemson, I think yep. he's going to be a nice target for him, plus A.J. Green, plus Tyler Boyd, like the Bengals. I thought, they, I thought A.J. Green was traded. No, I still think he's there. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive he's there still. Who knows? But I, you're right. I, I like what they did. I think they had a really good draft. Uh, Vikings, obviously, a lot of people are high on the Vikings draft. You know, you look at it. They filled their three biggest needs, really, right? Wide yeah. receiver. Justin Jefferson, no one thought he'd still be there at 22, so that's a steal. Um, the second pick, you know, Jeff Gladney. He's exactly what Mike Zimmer wants in a cornerback, so that was good value. And then uh, Ezra Cleveland, that offensive tackle. He's basically the same offensive tackle like uh, Brian O'Neill, their other one. Athletic. Yeah. Fits that zone blocking scheme well. So, And then they took that uh, Cam Dantzler, too. He's a cornerback from Mississippi State. I don't know him. Yeah, he's he's big. He's like 6'2". He's long. He's lanky. He's not a lot of... Not probably not a lot of muscle. He'll probably get stronger, but um, I know you know LSU, right? Yeah. So their stud wide receiver last year besides Jefferson uh, was Jamar Chase. Yep. Yeah, so this Cam Dantzler from Mississippi State shut him down. He was the only cornerback last year in the whole country that was able to shut down Jamar Chase. So um, obviously Zimmer liked something there. And then a guy I thought they got really good value on was uh, James Lynch. He's a D tackle or DN, however you want to look at it, out of Baylor. He was yeah. like, he was like the lineman of the year in the Big Twelve, but he was there at what round five, I think. He's a guy that might, uh, you know, make the rotation on the D line. I don't know, but if you look at all the experts, Brock, they're all saying that uh, Vikings had a really good draft. So yeah. Um, but another team, Cowboys. People thought the Cowboys did. Did you see who they picked? Um, they picked. The wide receiver uh, from Oklahoma. Well, well, yeah, I picked a quarterback late. But who's the wide receiver from Oklahoma? Do you remember his name? CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb. They got him at, what, like 18 or something like that? So that was good value because he, he was projected possibly top 10. Yeah, you know? CeeDee CD Lamb is good. Yeah, he'll he'll be tough. Um, and then they took that cornerback out of Alabama. Was it Patrick Sertain, I think? I think that was his name. No, Trevon Diggs. Patrick. No, they took Trevon Diggs. Sorry. Patrick Sertain's took- next year. Uh, who took Patrick? Who? Who took that Patrick guy? I don't think he's actually... I, I think he's coming out next year. I think I was a year ahead of myself. I think they took Trevon Diggs. Yeah, they took Diggs. Stefan's brother. So... I think it they is? got... Yeah, they got good value, the Cowboys did. So... Um, another team people thought were, were high on was... Uh, hold on, I'm trying to think of top Vikings, Cowboys, Cincinnati... Oh, Baltimore. Baltimore had a really good draft. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, he was. he's good. Yeah, and then they got him in the second round. And then they took, and you know what they do, they run the ball. They're so good yeah, at running they the have, ball. Yeah, they have Alex Collins already. Yeah. Well, and then they got Mark Ingram. Mark. Yeah, Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson, like they're, they're in a good place. And then you add J.K. Dobbins, it's sort of not fair. But their other pick was the linebacker from LSU, Patrick Queen. Yep. Last time I and, think. Um, oh, what's that? Anderson, Otis Anderson Jr. Uh, who, is he a junior or what is he? Who's Otis Anderson? I don't even know who that is. Oh, Otis Anderson played back in the day, but oh. he has a son, Otis Anderson Jr. I don't know who drafted him. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I can't remember if he was a junior or a senior. Yeah, but see, 
I don't know about you, Brock, but as far as the draft, like, it gave me hope, like, the fact that we've had sports to watch again, you know? Yeah, yeah. it did. But any other thoughts on the draft? Because I don't, I don't mean to keep you. Because I know you got work to do, and I got work to do. But it was good to catch up. Um, a little bit out of the draft, just other trades in general. There were some big trades this year. Yeah, like what? Um, Philip Rivers going to the Colts. Yeah. Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. Yeah. And neither of them were traded. They just switched teams in free agency. But I get you're saying they're trading teams essentially. Did Rob Gronkowski finalize with the Yeah, so Gronk was traded from the Patriots to the Buccaneers, so you're right on that one. So it's not even fair. I mean, the Tampa Bay's offense is going to be pretty tough. Yeah, Mike Evans, I saw, like, he was, like, being interviewed by some people, and he was, like, astonished that they got Brady and Gronkowski. Yeah, it's, uh, plus Chris Godwin, I mean, they're going to be tough, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, it gives us hope that hopefully we'll have some football here in the fall. Yeah, my Cardinals got DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, they did. That's a good move. Good move. Nice target for Kyler Murray. So. But the only thing they lost there was their best running back. Yeah, true. David Johnson. Can you... So hopefully Kyler Murray knows how to run the ball. <laughs> I think he does, but he's got to be smart. So. But anyways, Brock, you take care. Thanks for coming on. We'll yeah, one more thing. Oh, yeah, add it on. Make sure the thing hears this, but I am now a Bills fan. A Bills fan. You're jumping on the Bills Mafia wagon. Okay. Write They're that one down. I'm on their bandwagon. I just, I like the, um, I like, um, I, my mind's blanking on the quarterback's name right now. Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh Allen. I like him. All He's right. He's a quarterback. Listeners, mark mark this date because come next fall, we'll bring Brock back on when the Bills are in a slump and he'll totally jump on some other team's bandwagon. So no. write this down. All right, my quote this week, or I guess it's a just a short uh, little paragraph, but I'm going to read it and maybe talk about two parts of it. Uh, it's from a book called about grit. And it's from Angela Duckworth. I would recommend it. To be gritty is to keep putting one foot in front of the other. To be gritty is to hold fast to an interesting and purposeful goal. To be gritty is to invest day after week after year in challenging practice. To be gritty is to fall down seven times and rise eight. The first part, I think the first sentence is very important for us. To be gritty is to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And right now... We do need to keep putting one foot in front of the other and look at it as a day-to-day basis and keep moving forward. And it's really easy to get discouraged right now and sort of fall back and not put one foot in front of the other and sort of stop in our tracks and get stuck. But you need to just keep slowly moving one foot in front of the other. Focus on each day. Take it one day at a time and we will get through this. That's what it comes down to. And then the ending I love too, to be gritty is to fall down seven times and rise eight. And people might look at it and go, well, if you fall seven times, you're you're getting up seven times. How is there an extra one? Well, it's because after you get up, then you just move forward, right? You don't even fall down again. You rise up even to another level. That's what that means. So uh, would recommend the book, Grit. Um, you know, she defines grit as grit is passion and sustained persistence um, applied toward long-term achievement, you know, with no particular concern for rewards or recognition along the way. Um which is great. Like, 
you just keep moving forward to, to, towards towards a long term goal, you know, and you're not looking for recognition or rewards. You just have that grit and it's passion. And I love it. So would recommend the book. And like I said, just t take it one day at a time. Take one step at a time here and keep one foot in front of the other. Best thing that happened uh, this past week was May Day, May 1st. Uh, my wife and daughter put together some May Day baskets and then I got to deliver it uh, with my daughter and that was just a very uh, positive thing to happen for us. It was so fun just because that's sort of her first time really doing something like that and just going from door to door, you know, running around and it was a lot of fun. Maybe you remember my childhood and the May Day baskets and how fun that is. And I think that's a day I, I tend to forget about and uh, I should get more excited about because May Day is a fun day. And you know what? It was the perfect thing we needed at the end of last week. So have a great week, guys. All right, this past week in um, math for distance learning, we looked at the area of parallelograms and we looked at the area of triangles and trapezoids. So parallelograms um, would have been just your base times your height to get the area. And then our rec or excuse me, triangles would be one half base times height or base times height divided by two. And then trapezoid is the unique one where it'd be base one plus base two times your height and divided by two. So that's what we did last week, which will take us into this week. So this week in math, um, the week of, I guess you could say May 5th, since we're gonna start until May 5th, uh, we'll be looking at ratios. So students will have this week, um, a ratios IXL. It's just understanding basically comparing one thing to another and then we'll look at rates and unit rates which is you know getting it to per one unit so for example like you get six apples for three dollars uh, what's the price per dollar well you would divide six by three and three by three and you get two apples per dollar that's the unit rates now everything else this week in distance learning so in the other subjects you can expect we'll be looking at for reading for Miss Tungan, you're going to look at uh, finishing Lost in the Sun book. Writing, uh, you're going to look at uh, a podcast, uh, writing activity with Mrs. Nelson. Science with Mrs. Nelson, we'll be looking at heat transfer and then um, something to do with fireflies. So uh, we're getting close to the end here of distance learning, the end of the school year, but that's what's coming up for this week. And with that, my watch has ended. <laughs>